days of buying victories with free agents and hoping that spending big money and throwing big money out at big names is a thing of the past. All right, well, here's what I'll tell you. We are going to be ready to go come day one. As far as our season goes, we're going to be better than last year. Nobody picked us in 05. Nobody picked us to get in in 2008. We're looking to get back into the playoffs, and hopefully, you know, maybe we can get in this year. I don't know. I think it might be a little bit closer just because 49ers played Seattle last week and they beat them. Hopefully they just play with themselves, just yeah, run the ball. Don't do, don't show any trick, too many trick plays, save them for the playoffs. And yeah, hopefully stay injury free and get out there, get out there with W. As a player, I want Redbirds fans to really remember me by my positivity and my hard work and dedication. That's how I want people to remember me as someone that influences others and does not focus on herself. I will talk to anybody and I just make everybody around me better. That's the question is whether or not he really is going to be the franchise quarterback that they believe he will be. Coming into the season, I didn't know much about him. Didn't know that he was going to be the lights out three-point shooter that he was. And that's really elevating the Redbird offense to that next level, that level they need to be at to potentially get into the NCAA tournament. I just think what the Cubs need to do is, is live up to their potential. You know, there's a lot of guys with a ton of talent on that team, and that's why they won the World Series in 2016. The only way the Cubs are going to live up to their expectations would be go out, win the division, get to the postseason, and win the World Series because they expect to do it. And I think uh, Cubs fans should hold them to a higher standard than what they used to. I'm not saying you have to win the World Series every year, but uh, I think the bar has been raised, and that's made it really fun to be a Cubs fan in Chicago. Hey, everybody. Marcus Grant from NFL Fantasy Live on the NFL Network. Hey, what's going on? This is Mark Grody, the official Chicago Bears sideline reporter from 670 to score, an ISU Redbird alum. Hey everyone, it's Luke Stuckmeyer. Hey Redbirds, it's Leah Johnson. This is Mark Shanowski. Now time. Now time. Now time. It's now time for your fifth quarter sports talk. It's Will's fifth quarter special. And here's your host, Will Farlow. Welcome in to the 31st episode of a sports podcast that captures everything you want to know as the buzzer sounds at the end of any sports game. It's Will Farrell here with you tonight on March 28th, 2019, welcoming listeners to the 31st episode of Will's 5th Quarter Special. I'm here as your host tonight in this special edition of the 5th Quarter Sports Talk, where once again we will be featuring a new signature part of the Will's 5th Quarter Special 5th Quarter Sports Talk, and that is the Redbird Sports Update. So, a lot of things going on with Illinois State Athletics. As we mentioned, the Redbird Sports Update is a way for our show to continue talking about the athletics going on with the different teams and programs at the campus of Illinois State University in Bloomington Normal and conveying it to current students on the campus, coaches, players, and alums like your host myself and other alums from Illinois State University and fans of Missouri Valley Conference sports. So today we have a different guest uh, joining us on the Robert Sports Update and what we're going to talk about as we mentioned uh, toward the ending close of episode 30 earlier today. There's a lot to talk about, of course, in baseball season. You know, we're not going to be talking Major League Baseball, but they have ISU's baseball team playing really well. The softball team on the other side, on the other field, not too far away, looking pretty good so far in terms of uh, play and uh, wins and losses so far. Both teams having really solid records. We're going to talk about those teams, break them down a little bit, the new players they might have that are, are really becoming X-Factors on either side, new coaches, new faces. We're going to talk about every, each one of those. We're going to talk about what they need to do to keep winning and games and start being in a good place, continue being in a good place. And we're also going to talk a little about the Bradley Braves in men's basketball. 
Reason being, they were in round one of the tournament for the first time in 30 years, part of March Madness action, but they fell to the Michigan State Spartans. So we're going to talk about how that run that they had, starting 0-5 in their regular season non-conference play in Missouri Valley Conference action, then going into the tournament, upsetting Loyola, moving on to win the Arch Madness tournament in St. Louis at the Enterprise Center, and also taking on Michigan State ranked 2 in round one. So we're going to talk to somebody that knows a lot about that. He was a news director and a news and sports reporter as well for the campus radio station on the campus of the Illinois State University, 103.3 WZND. They are known as the Pulse of Redbird Nation. And he also does some work, part of the sports content that is delivered on that campus and in the Bloomington Normal area as well for 12.30 a.m. station WJBC. So we have somebody that everyone will recognize from the show. He's been on before, but he hasn't been on in a while. We're bringing him back for this special edition of the Redbird Sports Update. Once again, we have Blake Haas joining us. So he's going to help us catch up on all things Illinois State Athletics, what we can look forward to, what's going to be coming up soon, maybe what we need to know more about. We're going to talk about that every step of the way. As as I spoke with former WZND News director, and current reporter at WJVC 1230 AM radio, Blake Haas. So Blake Haas, or Blake, we're going to have to call you Balake on the show here. Uh, we had to try it out. You are coming back to the show. Your last appearance was back on episode eight with Dan Muller, but uh, you've been wanting to come back on the show for quite a while. Uh, you've been uh, talking to us numerous times about your interest in coming back on again, and we had to find the right spot for you. You know, we couldn't just, you know, give you a, uh, you know, any interview. So we are happy to have you back on the Fifth Quarter Sports Talk with us. So first, welcome back. And you're getting your first crack at the Redbird Sports Update, man. Do you think you're ready for it? Hey, it's it's great to be here. The thing is, is you know, I've been in talks with your PR person to get on the show for the past three months or whatever it's been. It's been a while since uh, I uh, was on the show with Dan Muller back in the uh, yeah, no, our PR uh, department's pretty well known, so we're gonna have to go talk to them to see how that's going. <laughs> but it's your favorite part of the year. I know uh, it's not too far from uh, your baseball allegiances, of course, in uh, Major League Baseball. But Redbird baseball and softball are still currently in action. They started not too long ago but they're off to really good starts. The thing we're going to start with, though, is Redbird Baseball, as they have a new coach at the helm of the Illinois State Redbirds in his first season. Former Purdue pitching coach Steve Holm is running the Redbird show this year, and an incredible start for a team with a new leader. Record of 13-10 and 10 overall so far. Young pitchers that are finally continuing to improve as well, but they have a four-game losing streak they are getting through right now, Blake. Uh, weekend at U of I, always tough. U of I is a pretty good program in the game of Division One baseball. They also fell to Milwaukee at home. But give me your first thoughts about uh, when you first heard about Steve Holm, you know, coming to the program, those first few games with the team. How has he looked with this Redbird team, you know, leading the way and showing Redbird fans that this baseball team's in a better direction? Well, I got a little story for you. So back this summer, I was at the St. Louis Cardinals caravan, hanging out with the players and meeting them and stuff. And Benji Molina, Yadier Molina's brother, who was a catcher for the San Francisco Giants, was there that day. Benji Molina now is the Spanish broadcaster for 
team or actually in St. Louis with the St. Louis Cardinals. But nonetheless, the Illinois State Redbirds were there selling raffle tickets to raise money for the team. And during the Cardinals caravan, Benji Molina says, you know, I want to say hi and thank you to one of my former players for being here today. And everybody in the crowd was like, who are you talking about? Benji Molina says, I've, I used to play in, with the San Francisco Giants with the Illinois State Redbirds' new coach, Steve Holmes, who was, was a backup catcher for the San Francisco Giants alongside Benji Molina. And I didn't know that, but uh, I found that out that, that day, so it was pretty cool. Following that day, a couple of weeks later, uh, Benji, without, with Benji saying, you know, this Illinois State squad is pretty good. They got some good players. I met some, hung out with them, talked to them. They got some, a, lot of, a lot of aspects on the team. Fast forward a week later, the Illinois State Redbirds, they knock off the number one team in the country, the Vanderbilt, in a three-game series. The Birds take two games out of that series. So a huge win for the Redbirds. They've been on a tear ever since. Yeah, no, I, I think what I was most excited about with this coach is the pitching, though, Blake. I mean, you, this team has really good pitchers. Matt Walker is another name. Uh, Johnson's a really good pitcher to have coming back to the program this year. But their bullpen was definitely, if you had to ask me and any other Illinois State student or alum, was the bullpen was probably the biggest issue last year. You know, you're, we, we got to talk about the U of I game they played uh, last year as well. You know, we just talked about that four-game losing streak they're sporting right now. Three of those losses came in close matchups uh, against the U of, U of I fight in the line U of I has good pitching and good hitters. And you need that bullpen to be consistent, to come out nice and strong from the get-go. Yes, Jeff Lindgren, the senior, is still continuing to play really well leading this bullpen, but you need more than just one pitcher. So, Blake, how has Coach Holm not just helped the team as a whole, but a group of Illinois State pitchers that have a lot of promise that have looked to really improve so far this year? Well, the thing was, is last year, it was a really young squad. Freshmen, sophomores, really loaded heavy. We had a couple of players in the outfield, John Rave and you know Owen Miller, who is now with the San Diego Padres organization. They were leading that squad, but you had a couple of freshmen on the mound that uh, kind of led the squad as well. Fast forward to this year, it's been all about starting pitching in relief. You know, last year, they struggled in relief roughly in the fifth, sixth, and seventh inning as a whole, and they couldn't find anyone to get outs when they get down a run, get down two runs, whatever it may be. They would struggle when it gets out, when getting out. So they're fast forward uh, to this season. They have really a strong team, uh, especially out of the bullpen. A lot of players that can come out of the bullpen, throw some strikes, and just throw down the plate. That's what all it's what the first-year coach is asking. You know, and the catchers, I think, are really great, too. Tyson Hayes was a big player that came out for this Redbird team last year and uh, had a bit of a breakout year, you know, behind uh, a catcher in Connor Braithwaite that was very well known with this Illinois State team. He's now uh, moved on along with Owen Miller, as you mentioned. Miller with the San Diego Padres, got picked in the third round. Looks very good in, in terms of Redbird baseball, the way it carries itself. But the catcher, to me, is one of the most important positions in the game of baseball. Tyson Hayes doing a real good job picking that up, in my opinion, for counter breakweight. But the big thing for this team to continue that solid play, the coaching presence they have, you know, a guy they brought in and Coach Holm also bringing good recruitment for this team. So there's probably a lot more players that are going to be added to this great core of youngsters we were just talking about. But with the pitching staff, I can imagine we might see some more Illinois State uh, pitching recruits come into the program, some hitters as well. But they have Creighton coming up on the road starting tomorrow, 6.30 p.m. first pitch, Saturday at noon, Sunday at 2. Then they come home to face Eastern Illinois, one of their stateside rivals. And uh, what are you thinking? 
that these games come up. You know, when, when you see a baseball team like Illinois State, a lot of good crowd, there's still a lot of baseball still left to play this year. But, you know, you have the talent fastest universities on your bed. you got all those other talented teams in your conference that are doing just as well as you are. If you're Coach Holm, new coach of the head of the Redbirds, what do you tell your team after this losing streak to get you through this weekend and get it in a better direction? Well, the only thing, a good thing about a losing streak is uh, you've made your mistakes. Now let's improve on and capitalize on those mistakes that you made. So these next couple of weeks, a couple of games, especially this weekend, they're going to really test the members to see what they're made of. Yeah, they knocked off the number one team in the country just a few weeks ago. Yeah, they've been a couple of teams, but they lost on a rough losing streak. So it's really going to see what this team is made of, what they need to improve on in this offseason that both recruits and uh, just fundamental work this offseason. So it's going to be a test this weekend, but I hope to see the Redbirds come above. And now we're going to go to the other baseball diamond not too far at, uh, over at Marion Kinnear Stadium, Blake. I think we have to start it off here. A lot of credit goes to Coach Melinda Fisher, the way she has put Illinois State softball on the map over the years. She is now in her 34th season, I believe. You can tell me if I'm correct on that one. 34 uh, years. Yes, I, yes, the Okay, great. So 34 years she's been at the helm of the Rebels now. Her 34 season right now, even more talent in this program. They were known last year as one of the youngest talented teams in the Missouri Valley Conference. Now, of course, they got the Drake Bulldogs, went to the tournament for softball last year, played pretty well, got knocked out a little bit in the middle part. But the biggest position we have to talk about with the young players that have come into the program, of course, you have Riley Hale, Ella Dunkowski, the talented pitcher Morgan Day, who's driving the young core uh, movement for the Redbirds currently, and the outfield's in real good shape, I think. But shortstop was their biggest question mark coming into this year. And you can kind of correct me on that. People might have their own opinions about it. But when a player like Riley Strangard has been a part of your program for four years, anchoring that shortstop position well with your infielders, back when they had Al as well, she's moved on. So the question was who they were going to put in that shortstop role. Obviously, Coach Fisher has a lot of experience moving players to position to the team best. What do you think of Emmy Olson, freshman from Hartsburg, Illinois, taking on Strangard's role at shortstop, making it her own this year, and to me being one of those surprise standout players for the Redbird softball team this year? Well, she's done one heck of a job. That's all you know. That's all you can say about the the players. She's done a fantastic job. She's led this Redbird squad, who under you know the head coach for 39 years. Uh, she's kind of seen the players come and go, but uh, this freshman's really going to do a really good job for her. And if the Redbird fans remember just a mere year ago, the De La Rosa, uh, who was a catcher, really standout NBC Player of the Year, Newcomer of the Year, pretty much you name it, she won the award. And I think the birds are relying heavily on both the catcher and the shortstop. Yeah, it's like we just talked about baseball. Pretty much matches like a glove to softball. Catchers are very important, especially the way pitching is so much different in the game of softball. I think that's probably the most exciting part for fans as well as calling games. I know we've both done that before in our past time. But the five-game winning streak the softball team is sporting. Yes, you know, the records will be different, of course, you know, with non-conference play playing higher-ranked teams, playing different teams, not in your conference. So that's going to happen. But what really matters is the conference play here, Blake. They are 5-0 and in conference, off to a really good start with their conference matchups. But has there been a player you've kept your eye on so far this year? Maybe it's 
Alyssa Weevil with her power hitting and strong fielding presence in center, or Corey Messicker, or uh, Morgan Day. What player have you noticed makes the biggest strides of growth so far all the way to this conference play we've been seeing? Well, they always say you save the best for last. Well, you mentioned her last name, Day, there just a few seconds ago. Morgan Day, she's done a fantastic job so far in the circle for the Illinois State Redbirds. And I think she's going to help lead this team to the conference title this year. You know, they, they are a young team. They've graduated some players last year that kind of led the squad. But Morgan Day, back behind Strangard uh, of last year, kind of leaving her memorial on this team, they, they've done a fantastic job. Yeah, and they have a tough home weekend set of matches coming up and uh, not just Drake kind of gives the Redbirds softball team some uh, grief when they play each other. You know, I think that's the most interesting thing when you see conference play, division play in the game of baseball or softball. It's that one team that always never gives up, kind of gives you an itch on the back of your spine like, hey, we got to really step it up. And that for the Redbirds this weekend will be the Southern Illinois Salukis that'll be visiting in Central Illinois to take on Coach Fisher's Redbirds. And we just talked about a five-game win streak. Yes, the Redbirds had a game postponed uh, due to weather uh, this past Sunday against uh, Indiana State at Terrell, but they won 14-2 to and 8-1 to after that. If you're Coach Melinda Fisher, this team's doing so well. Blake, we just talked about the pitching. Their hitting is always pretty consistent, which is good. We didn't even mention Shannon Feldy, uh, designated player most of the time for Redbirds. But long story short here, what are you thinking the Redbirds can do after during those three games, what do they need to do to get those wins that they're looking for? Bring that into U of I as that comes up, and then a tough opponent after in U and I that weekend following. What are you thinking on these? Well, I think just the Redbirds just need to focus on fundamentals these next couple of games, really to set up the future for this team and to possibly win a championship this year. They have the talent to do it. They have the young squad but they also have some experienced players who played on last year's team who was a really good, good was a good squad last year. So I think they built off last year's fundamentals to focus on this year, and I think that they can do a lot this weekend to have to really work at it and keep up with That Reverend probably needs to be vibrant not just on the campus down there at Illinois State, but also in the alums. No people are watching March Madness, but they might have to start turning on ESPN3, ESPN Plus, wherever they are. Go check out Redbird Athletics. Now, of course, Blake, we have to talk about, now, wasn't the Redbird men's basketball team as much as Redbird fans, Dan Moore and his crew, the players would have loved to have seen, they did not make the tournament this year. That Arch Madness tournament, in my opinion, was probably the most competitive and shocking finish we have seen in years. And there's a team that came out of it nobody expected. They started 0-5 in their non-conference play came out of nowhere, upset Loyola after Drake was upset by uh, the opponent they played in the final match. The Bradley Braves moved into the NCAA tournament after winning Arch Madness tournament out of nowhere. Still a lot of really good talent, but a young club that came just in the right place. You know, they made it their own that tournament. They fell to Michigan State, but you have to admit, I'm sure you can agree on this, what Bradley did getting to the tournament that way, playing Michigan State so tough, Got to get Dan Moore and his crew over here at Illinois State a little bit nervous and already ready to get a good plan of attack for next season. Well, that's exactly right. Dan Moore's squad, they're going to graduate a lot of players. Four out of the five starting players to Illinois State Redbirds will be graduating. So, the Birds, the thing is, is the good thing is they had roughly nine players who either redshirted, uh, could not play this season due to eligibility rules or whatever it may be. 
they had those nine players going against the starters all season long in both practices, away games, for the games, whatever it may be. So they already had that experience under the belt. So we'll spend this next season and the summer getting ready, uh, and then this next season coming up, I honestly expect the Birds to do way better than what they did last year. A lot of people here in the Twin Cities of Bloomington normal said this Illinois State squad is a disappointment. And I think this year that this Birds team, that Keith Fisher, who's transferring here to Illinois State, they have a lot of young players who have – Really, a lot of high recruits. They finally have the point guard who can handle the ball and shoot the three-point shot coming in as well. So I honestly think you should expect a lot coming from Dan Miller's birds. Yeah, no, that's definitely what they're going to have to do. I mean, falling to Loyola the year before in the championship, but starting Thursday night as well, I definitely agree in that tournament. It was a disappointment for the birds. Still a talented team coming through, and we we have to ask you, though, of course, Blake, you're the more experienced one with Redbird Athletics these days down there. Is there anything else Redbird fans, alum, and current student and campus life should know anything special going on with Redbird Athletics that we have not talked about? So now's your shot, Blake. Share with us those shocking news points we do not know about just yet. Well, I can only share a few things that's under the record. Uh, one thing is Senior Malik Yarborough. Uh, we mentioned him last year. He was kind of uh, turnover heavy last year. But uh, this season, he went average of 17.5 points. Well, it turns out he's caught the eye of some NBA scouts. So right now, he's currently looking out for NBA scouts. I've seen him both um, in Indianapolis and other places as well. So Malik Yarbrough is working out for some NBA scouts and hopes to be drafted in the late second round of the NBA draft or go on draft and get picked up by an NBA team. Meanwhile, uh, if you remember Njai, I don't know if you remember him or not, Njai, the seven-footer of the Redbirds last year's squad, he's averaging six points, and I forget the name of their school right now off the top of my head, but he averages he averaged six points from them last season. Uh, he's trying to get to the NBA as well. I think that's the only other player for Illinois State besides Phil Fain who's going to try to get into the NBA. I know Phil has been talking to some people overseas, so we'll see what happens. Maybe we'll go see a Paris Lee combo over there with Phil Fain. But uh, uh, speaking, of, speaking of Paris Lee, he is actually in the Final Four. So overseas, they have a Final Four of the FIBA League. Paris Lee was named the MVP of that league, averaging 16 points, double-double with 10 assists per game. So Paris Lee is becoming a well-known name over in Germany, and hopefully and hopefully, he gets signed here in the next coming of days for an NBA team as the NBA season comes to a close or gets drafted here in the next couple of weeks or two. Yeah, couldn't agree more. Former Redbird assistant coach Tory Ward smiling proudly. And, Blake, we want to thank you for your time joining us on the Redbird Sports Update. We hope you had fun because we might have to have you come back. You did a real good job talking that baseball stuff with us, everything else. And we we know just how much you love being on the show and our PR team. Uh, we might have to owe you a debt of gratitude to get you on even more. So, uh, Blake Koss, thank you for your time. Uh, get ready for baseball season because I'm sure you're getting ready to watch baseball as much as we are today. Uh, both Redbird Baseball and Major League Baseball beginning as well. Thank you for your time on the Fifth Quarter Sports Talk, and we hope to have you on more moving forward. I appreciate it. Thanks so much. And make sure your PR team keeps in contact with me because I want to be on very soon. So that was some really interesting insight we just had in that conversation I had with WJVC and WZND's alum, Blake Haas. Very well known over there in Central Illinois. We were glad to have him on the show with us, but a lot of things to talk about with the Illinois State Athletics. Baseball and softball both looking well. Softball has a really well-polished coach 
being there for 34 seasons now. Really good young core of players that play well together. Good team chemistry. Meshing that shortstop position was definitely one that would be hard to fill after Riley Strangard graduated last year. But Emily Olson's filling it very well in that infield. So both Illinois State teams, baseball and softball, doing well. Conversation we had there a little bit about Bradley, Missouri Valley Conference stuff with Bradley's run this year. Uh, it makes the conference look good, but it also puts a lot of pressure on Illinois State's men's team last next year um, with Dan Moore at the helm still. So we're going to talk a lot about that, of course, when it comes up moving forward. But uh, we're going to go to the part of the show that everybody enjoys. It is the signature segment of Will's fifth quarter special. It's Will's sports movie moment. We all have our favorite moments, not just in the sports we watch, but in our own favorite sports movies. This segment gives myself, my guest co-host, and our listeners at home a chance to pick their favorite moment from their favorite sports movie and compare it to modern day sports. Listeners can hop onto the podcast Facebook and Twitter page and post their own sports movie moment favorite to have a chance to have it read on a future episode. So the one I'm going to pick for this episode specifically is going to do with baseball. And it's going to be a movie a lot of people know, and it is The Sandlot. It's a, it's a really good movie, uh, deals with a kid that comes from a different part of the country, moves to California, trying to make some new friends, very shy, a uh, really good baseball player, but he needs to practice a lot. You know, he had to learn how to throw a ball, learn how to do different things, you know, he's a kid, but uh, Benny uh, Rodriguez helped him. Benny was the leader of the Sandlot team, and uh, Squints, uh, Nunez, all the ham, all the players, uh, people know from that famous movie not too long ago. And uh, the scene I'm going to pick is when he's teaching uh, Scott Smalls uh, how to throw the ball, how to catch it, because Scott didn't know much. He was more of a science guy, more of a intellectual. But here's Benny, you know, helping another kid out, somebody who became uh, best friends with in the end as well, uh, how to play the game. You know, a game that everybody loves to play. doesn't matter who you are, um, you know, business guy wearing a suit or uh, kid that has an ant farm or like science and doesn't like sports. Every kid loves to play the game of baseball in some time. Doesn't even matter what gender you are. Woman, man, girl, boy. Everyone loves playing the game of baseball when they're kids. You know, it's a big part of someone's life. And Benny was able to bring that to Scott Smalls. And uh, the scenes when he comes to the field, you know, he can't throw the ball too well. And Benny goes to help him out. And, you know, he, he uses the example of a paper route. So when you're throwing it, you know, he's like, just let it go and uh, keep your glove in the air. Just release it. Fling it. Don't, don't just fling it as hard as you can. And, you know, when you catch it, you guys stick your glove way in the air and he says, I'll do the rest. Scott's obviously nervous. You know, he was new to it. But he, he caught the ball. He was able to throw it in. And they had a new, fr- they, he had a new set of friends. Uh, they had a new teammate. And... That was probably one of the coolest scenes in a baseball movie I've ever seen. You know, a lot of people talk about, you know, movies like The Rookie and The Final Season. There's a lot of great baseball movies out there, but this one really hits it with the true love of the game. You know, when you're kids, that's where it all starts. For the major league players, for these college players like the ones at Illinois State, we talked about how the pitching's really improved this year under their new uh, head coach, former Purdue pitching coach, Steve Holm. But that really fits with... ISU's baseball team in the way that they they had somebody new come in, you know, and their pitching wasn't doing too well in the last few years. It was they had some pretty good bright spots, but it's almost like Scott Smalls. You know, they came into the college program and uh, college uh, Division One baseball in a way where they had to learn some new things. You know, they had to readjust to certain things, 
And uh, they became really good uh, to this point now from that. Uh, players are still growing, of course, uh, whether it be freshman or sophomore, they still have time to grow. But that movie really hits it in the way where you're still learning no matter what. Even the best baseball players, the Bryce Harpers, the Mike Trouts, the Manny Machados, the Paul Canercos, any of those names, Babe Ruth even, they had to learn the game just the way these guys are learning in the college game. And these college players are going to be very well set up by these coaches that are doing a really good job of not just running the team, running the game, game management, but teaching. Teaching is the most important thing in the game of baseball, especially with the different things pitchers have to remember with grips and such, picking off players, infielders, outfielders, what they have to do, catchers. That is how this ISU baseball team is doing so well. That's even how the softball team is doing well, but more in terms of the baseball team, the way Holmes doing uh, at the helm of the Redbirds this first year, and a phenomenal job with this team compares to what Benny the Jet Rodriguez, as he's known in Sandlot, did with Scott Smalls and the rest of their crew. So that's my sports movie moment. I think that's probably a really good fit for those two. Gets fans excited here on the show about baseball season. So that is all the time we have in episode 31 of Will's Fifth Quarter Special. Tune in next time as on our next YouTube live stream, we'll be announcing future plans for episode 32 and what's to come moving forward. We want to thank our guest appearance for the Redbird Sports Update joining once again on the Fifth Quarter Sports Talk. A friend to Will's Fifth Quarter Special, former WZND News Director, and current grad student, along with his work that he does at WJBC, we want to thank Blake Haas for giving us his time to join the Fifth Quarter Sports Talk once again. Blake, we had a lot of fun here with you on the show, man. It was glad to have you uh, join us. We appreciate your time and support, and uh, we look forward to having you on as well moving forward. When the fourth quarter buzzer sounds, turn to us for your Fifth Quarter Sports Talk. I'm your host, Will Farrell, along with former WZND News Director and WJBC's Blake Haas, saying so long from Will's fifth quarter special. To continue to hear your fifth quarter sports talk, you can check out all of Will's fifth quarter specials. Go to williamdfarlow.com. Get on in, join the sports conversation, share any opinions or thoughts on all things sports. Head to the Twitter page at William D. Farlow. The fifth quarter never stops. Never stops. Never stops. Here on Will's fifth quarter special.